0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Mind Over Marketing. I'm your host, Shannon Lackey. And today I am here with, drumroll please, (laughs) the one and only uh, Cindy Fernandez. She is a real estate agent with Century 21 Jordan Link up in Porterville, California. And I've invited Cindy here today for a lot of reasons, and I'm going to let her share some of those with you. But one of her most recent accomplishments was achieving uh, the ranking of NAREP's top agent. And she ranked number 18 for the entire Western region. There's that's California, Alaska, I think Hawaii, quite a few other states. I think there's eight total. Something, something like that. Yeah. Something like that, Five to yeah.
1: eight states. Yeah.
0: So and Cindy, um, the reason I invited her is we've been talking a lot about the customer value journey and awareness is the number one, you know, stage people have to know that you exist. And that is something that Cindy really shines with, like it shines in like that's, that's her expertise, in my opinion, because she just does so many different things in the community. And she has a great way of integrating it with social media. And so that is why I invited Cindy on here to talk about that today. But Cindy, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself first and how you got started in all of this? Well,
1: thank you so much, Shannon, first of all, for the invite. I'm really honored to be here and share some of my experience um, with you. Um, I've actually been a real estate agent for the last 15 years here in Tulare County. And um, the events, is that what you you want me to discuss? Yeah. I mean, talk a little bit
0: about how you got started, what your marketing looked like when you first started. Oh my gosh. Okay. Versus what you've done now. And then we, you have so many great examples to pull okay, from that we can share. Yeah. So when
1: I first started, you know, I, I did the traditional marketing, which is like the door knocking your, your postcards that you send out the, uh, the Facebook posts, you know, that I just sold this property or I just listed this property. Um, I also used to use the old method of um, birthday cards. So I was always trying to reach out to clients and, you know, reminding them that, hey, I still remind I still remember your birthday or the anniversary and when they first purchased their house. So I would think that that was like my old marketing um, techniques that I used to use. And I'm sure that some of you guys still use those, which are still amazing. I mean, they still work right But um, just like anything, just like our cell phones, there's new and improved marketing that I've been using.
0: So back in the day when you were doing those things and compared to now, would you say your cost of those, like if we're thinking about cost and ROI and your reach and everything, which one do you feel is more impactful? Like, the old way the new way and and it's okay if it's not digital <laughs> but uh, i'm just kind of uh, curious no yeah. actually
1: you know um, i think more, like money wise like how much money i spent before versus now like if somebody was to choose if they had to choose between sending out postcards
0: versus maybe running an ad or doing something that they could post for free on social which one are you seeing a for better sure, return on for sure the social on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's
1: kind of where everybody is at most of the time. I don't know the stats of how many hours we spend on our phone. It's a lot. I I was just (laughs) going to say that. Yes, because I um, I'm on my phone a lot. I mean, it's like my lifeline.
0: Yeah. Most people check their phone like multiple times per day. For sure. Yeah. And then spend I want to say I can't remember if it was like seven hours a week or something. I, I, oh gosh, I, I off think off the that's, top of my head. I, I think that's more than that for sure. I think it is is two, yeah. But if you were to lump everybody in together, Got it. Like and the they, average. Yeah. I think almost everybody they say has, um, and I, I should have had stats for this, but there are stats out there. You guys, we can look them up. Um, I think everybody's got at least one form of social media, you know, not everyone, but the majority of the population, it was definitely over like 70% or something crazy
1: like that. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I think when I started, I think I only knew Facebook.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing about postcards is that, you know, it's, it's less personal because they only see that little bit of information that you're giving them on the postcard. But with social, the thing that you're really good about is sharing your personality, who you are what's going on in the community. And when somebody goes to your social media profile or sees a post, they get to see all of that additional information. So Correct. they don't have to wait. You yeah. know, it's, I think it's great. They get to yeah. learn about you and connect. Um, so since you've got a good return on social, tell me a little bit about how you combine like the events that you do in your community with your advertising on social and what kind of return that got you?
1: So I, you know, like we were talking about the older, um, stuff that I used to do. I started doing, um, I I actually hired a coach and they were, it was a marketing coach. It was through the Brian Buffini, uh, real estate, um, coaching program. And they do a lot of like monthly pop-ups. So I started doing like a monthly pop-up. So I was reaching out, not just to my primary customers that I have in my database. But I also was reaching out to the people that I was trying to earn business from, where I would do like if it was, um, let's just say was Valentine's, you know, I would give them like a special little gift, Um, always going to the dollar store and picking up a couple of things and leaving it at their house. And then clients would get super excited over a dollar item. And then they started tagging me. Or I would go to their home and post something like leave like a little bag of candy or something. And I'll be like, whose home is this? And they obviously are my followers on the Instagram. So then they would repost it. And then it, it just like the awareness, people would just be like, oh, I want one of those. What is it or what are you giving away? And so I started kind of doing the monthly pop ups. And then from the monthly pop ups, I started doing like quarterly events so I could also get the community involved.
0: That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's a really creative idea to, you know, send, put those pictures on social media too, because what you're creating is that shareability factor, right? Like they're able to share the post and you're also creating advocates too. Like, oh, look, my agent does Correct. this for yes. me. And everybody's yeah. like, my agent didn't do yes. that for me. Like, what the heck? You know? So the next time they'll probably call you.
1: They're like, I want the more fun
0: agent. Yeah. yeah. That and yeah. that's
1: so true. Cause it does happen. So, you know, I would post something and then people that would buy a house or somewhere out, you know, somebody else, but they were following me, they would say that. They'd be yeah. like, hey, you're you're doing that for that client. Yeah, yeah. And you'd
0: be surprised. Like, I know, you know, a lot of agents say their best business is after they've had um, you know, their first set of clients, then they start coming back to them later. Yeah, repeated when already, customers. The repeat customers. But you could steal some repeat customers if you're showing just how much you know more you're doing versus someone else. I've seen
1: it happen. The and, clients and mine, I don't remember know. the stats, but I know it was on like um, the Realtor Association that you know realtors don't reach out back to their their client. You get that one client and you leave them, but they're buying a new house. I think the stats are like every five to seven years. Yeah, they're trying to upgrade their home. So I mean, you could actually eventually have that customer you sold especially if you did an awesome job right they'll come back to you or refer you somebody else for sure and i think um
0: you know we're, we're talking about awareness and creating that first touch point but you bring up a good point because awareness especially in a sales business where you need that repeat business you need repeat clients um there's awareness at all phases. So, for example, like you said, the five to seven year mark, if you're sending out those birthday messages. So, yeah, you you used to send out the birthday cards, right? But now what can you do on social? Now you can go onto Facebook or LinkedIn and you can see when somebody has a birthday yes. or a work anniversary and you can just do top of mind with your past clients mm-hmm. to let them know, hey, I'm still in real estate or whatever business it is that, you know, you're in. And, and I still and do. I still
1: do the birthday Cards um, because people like that. Um, I actually sold a house about two years ago to a client that he told me the reason he came back to me not only because I did a great job um, helping him with the process of buying a home, but I was the only person that always remember his birthday. Oh, and so he's like, I just had to you know reach out to you back and have you sell my house because of that birthday card.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, 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 it's, it's the littlest things. I think sometimes it's that extra little step that people don't realize you want to stand out. Right. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised so many people don't take that extra little two millimeters, you know, to get across the finish and line. You don't and need out. a
1: lot of money. The last one that I did was a Saint Patrick's Popeye. And I want to share this with you. Um, it was a dollar, um, lottery ticket, right? A dollar. Oh. So I went and got like my top clients that I, um, my cheerleaders, the ones that always send me business, the ones that will repost everything that I do on social media. And I, went. I did like, I think it was $50 worth of $1 bills. Went to the dollar store, got some candy. Cause they had that candy for, um, St. Patrick's. Okay. And I dropped it off their so house. Like a little gold coins yeah, like or little something. Gold yeah, okay. coins, chocolate gold coins. <laughs> I can picture it. With the little, um, you know, and little tag that says, I'm so lucky to have you as my client. That's and cute. it was like less than $2 to create this. And so when I would go to their home and drop it off, I said, if you win the lotto, we upgrading your house or were buying an investment property. And they loved it. That's and I so don't cute. even have to like tell them, hey, share it on social media. They would just go in there and tag me on it and say, thank you. That's so awesome. Those are little things. I mean, if you're on a budget, you definitely could do stuff like that monthly. That's my de- de- big events doable, are yeah. a little bit more because I get, you know, more um, expenses in there. Well, I know you and I had talked
0: before and you were saying you do a lot of collaborations with the local businesses too. And so something that I tell uh, my clients, my audience is to look into the collaborations with people who are influential in your community or even just people that you want to connect with. And so... Um, tell them a little bit about the graduation event that you did. I couldn't even begin to explain oh, it because God. it had
1: so many moving parts, but I thought it was an amazing idea. So last year, because of, you know, COVID and how a lot of the kids weren't able to walk on stage and stuff, I thought, okay, um, why don't I do, what are those yard signs? You know, the yard signs that you put out there sure. that you advertise. They anything. did a lot of birthday yeah. signs like and it So and they- I did, um, a graduation class, a congratulations class of 2020 and so the back of it, I marketed myself, but I wanted to do it in a way where it wasn't showing like I was trying to market myself. So it's a double sided sign. So imagine it's a double sided sign in the streets is going to say class of 2020. Congratulations. And the back, it was best wishes, Cindy Fernandez oh, and my phone cool. number. So my thing was when they're walking out of their house, the first thing they're going to be seeing is Cindy Fernandez phone number. Every day. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. And so I I thought of that. And so I reached out to some of my clients that were also, that are also small businesses and were closed down because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, I reached out to, um, a doctor, I reached out to her and I said, Hey, I'm doing this event. If you could donate anything you like, it could be a $25 gift card to a hundred dollar gift card. Once you donate that and we raffle it off. So everybody had like a number. Um, and I would go to their home and be like, the number was on the sign. sign, Yeah. The number was on the sign. And then I would go up to their home with the letter saying, Hey, congratulations. You were chosen to be part of this um, event that I'm doing. And I had the date and the time they would have to go live. I I was I was live on social media and they had to be live to be able to win. Like you had to be present to win. And so the only thing is that they had to um, take a picture of the sign with them and tag me on social media. And so I was reposting other tags. Well, that created something huge in our community because I was getting Other people that were sending me messages like, hey, my child is also graduating and I heard you're doing this event for the community. I know I'm not your client, but is there any way you could bring me a sign? And I felt bad like I was had to order new signs and stuff. (laughs) And so that doctor, you know, and other small businesses like we had free oil changes, we had free um, nail salons that were giving us um, haircuts. I mean, imagine any small business we had a certificate, and so as the as the day of the event, um, we were drawing out numbers. So everybody had a number assigned to their sign, and then I would say like um, you know, this is a $50 gift card from this restaurant, or this is, uh, and I would give their phone number, kind of like a shout out. Yeah. And then whoever won it, I would tell them, can you please just reach out to them, like their page, you know, tag yourself on it, say, thank you. Um, whatever restaurant was given or the nail salon or the oil change. And I got a lot of, um, positive feedback. Like I ran out of my science yeah. and I would have ordered more, but it was, you know, timing. Yeah. And so I'm doing it again this year and it's the second and um, second anniversary for me doing this. And I just started texting and calling the same people that um, helped me out with last year's event. It was like, yes, yes. And they like they increased it like here's one hundred dollars, here's two hundred dollars. And so that's kind of how I got the some of the community involved. And then, you know, um, they're also involved. So it's like they're you're being part instead of them doing this big event on themselves they're kind of joining my event. And yeah. then instead of me doing everything on my own and buying all these gift cards, I'm leveraging them too. Yeah, I So think it's like a win-win.
0: It's definitely a win-win. It's a great partnership mm-hmm. and it, it, it helps to spread out the work, right? Because mm-hmm. it is kind of time consuming to have to do a lot of those things. But also I just love how you do the live because lives get the priority notifications, right? Like when you're mm-hmm. on your phone and somebody goes live, automatically, you know, when somebody's going live, it's like Shannon's going live right now. So they push that. And then you required people to be present for it, which mm-hmm. now drives up the viewership as well. So I think those are two really great things that you did. And then you just got people excited about it. You know, you, you gave them a feeling you want to entertain or engage and you want to leave people with a certain feeling mm-hmm. um, on social media, you know, otherwise, They're just going to keep scrolling past it. Right. Yeah. Because I I just didn't
1: want to, you know, as salespersons, people always think that we're just trying to sell something to them. So I wanted to do something where, hey, it's free. You graduated. I didn't care if you're in high school, college or elementary. It's an accomplishment. And so I wanted you to be part of it. And so I even had I remember this lady, she's one of she actually I've never sold her anything. She just follows me on social media, likes all my posts. You know, she's always sending me referrals and she was graduating from college. And so I did the sign to her and I got so many viewers because, um, you know, she has daughters that are older And they were sharing the post. I mean, that post um, was shared because of the mom. You know, they were all excited. And, you know, so I really enjoyed that graduation event. Well,
0: it was uplifting, too, like during a time when a lot of people, you could have just sat back and said, oh, it's a
1: pandemic.
0: They can't do anything. But you didn't give up. And that's one thing we talk about on the podcast, too. It's not just about the technical piece, but it's about the mindset. And one thing I think you do is you see these opportunities and then you move on them quick. So it's not just about having an idea you execute on it. And you did this at a time where, like I said, it was uplifting and it added a lot of value to those businesses, kept them at the top of people's mind when they really didn't have a way to do that then. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that was great. Um, and then also you guys out there listening, um, one of the things that Cindy does, and that I think we could all probably like take a lesson from her on is the action piece, because I gave her an idea about a blood drive. I was like, yeah, we've been looking at doing oh, a blood drive right. in this idea. area. And she was like, what? She was like, we're doing this. And <laughs> I, the next thing I know, she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you. Like, I'm doing a blood drive on this day at this time. And tell me what you think. And we're going to get a video. And all." I mean, she just had it up and running within like less than 30 days, I think. So she really takes action and she leverages the people around her to get things moving. And so marketing doesn't have to be that that difficult. You just have to do it. It's not yeah. going to be perfect. I mean, like, yeah. for example, the blood drive or the sign thing, what are some things that you learned from that, that you're going to do different when you do them again?
1: So for sure, the blood drive, it was such a success for our, you know, for our company. We actually had 75 people that came from the community. We had a line, uh, we had to turn down people because we didn't have enough, um, helpers, you know, what wow. are they, RNs that take out the blood Yeah, sure. Um, and so I'm thinking next year, for sure, have two trucks. Like, have two of those big old trucks there because it was huge. That's awesome. It was really nice. And we had raffles again, donated, and um, we people had— love free prizes, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy that people, you know, and it's probably something they could go and buy, but— You know, we had a lot of um, raffles um, that we gave away just for showing up and being part of the event. And even for the people that were turned down, we were still getting their information. We were still getting their phone numbers so we could keep them in our database, you know, and we still had them enter the raffle um, just for showing up. So.
0: I think that's awesome. You just mentioned the database too. Like, that's so important that you can have an event and have a good turnout, but you have to be intentional with what you're doing and why you're doing it. And yeah, it's to help the community and uplift. But also at the end of the day, you're a business, right? You're either in sales or marketing or business, and we all need to make money. We all need to feed our families. And so, collecting that information so you can retarget those people later or share information about other events Mm -hmm. is great. And what you're doing is you're building a relationship. So, a lot of people do these giveaways on Instagram where it's like, we're just going to give away something just like our page, right? But we're not collecting information. We're not driving them to a website. We're not actually getting in front of them and having a way to build that relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I think what you do with these events, you're, you're promoting it on social, you're collecting information to retarget, you're getting them excited about things and, and having them make a commitment of their time mm-hmm. for the prize. Like they mm-hmm. have to be a little more involved, right? Yeah, so, like they
1: have to get off their car and, you know, come in and register and we collect. Yeah. Their, and th- people are willing to give you their information. I mean, I have no problem saying, hey, what's your name? What's your address? What's your email? Have you bought a house before? No, yes. Thought you were going to say like, what's your name? What's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> no. like, where's she going with this? No, and I'm it's so kidding. crazy because it's mm-hmm. not just like, In the community, people see me as I'm the main person, but I'm not. Like, I have a lot of people, and that's what I try to teach the agents in our office. Don't say it's, say it's my, not my personal event, but say when you're talking to a customer, say, hey, I'm doing an event. Use yourself because you're leveraging. Like, I'm doing a, because I got some of the agents this year. um, They're going to be part of my graduation event. And I said, don't say it's the office event. Say, hey, it's an event that I created. People don't know we all have a different, you know, circle of friends, and so um, I always try to tell them that to to leverage what we we're going and just use it as it was them yeah. doing it. Now, and even the Halloween event we did that was so successful. We had it was a drive um Halloween oh, event. I I we that. gave a, you know give little candy bags away. We actually did also um, a back to school event. All the product Shannon was all donated by walmart like i reached out to walmart i said this is what i'm doing for the community and they gave me pallets of free supplies it was just our responsibility to put everything in bags and we did the thing drive through promoted on social media and people showed up you know so there was a lot of events that um we have um you know done and
0: Yeah. I I love the events and I love that you time them and you're consistent with them. It's not a hit or miss. And I think it really helps to
1: consistency. I think people start wanting to know what, what, what is she going to do next?
0: Yeah, Yeah. I agree. And then I think the other thing you do on top of the events is something as simple as just doing stories. Like you're really good at just doing stories regularly. Some of them are behind the scenes, but even you guys listening out there, I know we talk about, you know, we don't have time or it's too hard or I don't know what to come up with. I mean, those are things that I hear from a lot of people and I tell them, like, it could be as simple as sharing something. I mean, it's not the the best marketing, right? Like, you want to have your own content. But if you're just busy, it's better to have your name out there than mm-hmm. to have nothing at all. And Cindy, she's a very busy person. She's putting together all these events. She's, you know, sold over 80, or 80 homes, 80 homes in, yeah. in 2020. So that's a lot. Like, if you guys don't know about real estate, like, some people <laughs> struggle to even do, like, 24 in a year. She did 80. So it's a lot. So she's a busy woman um, and then she's got side businesses, hustles and stuff and kids and she's a wife. So she's got a lot going on, but she still makes time to at least share quotes on her story. So if she's feeling inspired by something, she goes and shares it to her page and people will interact with it. I mean, they I do. you get like pretty good responses. I on do, stories, especially you
1: know? on the motivational stuff. A lot of people like to, you know, to um, like that post or share it. I see that. Or the semi me, like messages privately. Be like, "Oh, I really needed that message. Thank you for sharing." Yeah, you know. So,
0: yeah, I think that, and that's really truly what an influencer is, in my opinion. And you don't have to be an influencer at a scale where it's like a hundred thousand followers. No, or 50, not at all. 000. No, there's that term mi- micro influencers, mm-hmm. and you know, with Cindy and her community, she's just deepened those relationships and stayed consistent. You know, she stayed consistent, and so. Even when you're in your messaging, her motivational quotes, it's not like, oh, I'm having a bad day one day and then like, oh, today's the best day ever, which we're all human and it goes up and down. Yeah. But she's pretty consistent in her brand tone and voice. And we talked about that on um, one of our earlier episodes uh, that we, you know, you need to develop that brand tone and voice in your messaging. And she's got that down and she's got a look, a feel to her marketing. She's got um, just a very consistent vibe and i think that's why people connect with it and relate to it so yeah cuz
1: it's kind of like going to the gym right if you um, sign up for the membership and then you only go to the gym the first week and then you like yes. stop going you're not going to lose weight it's but if you so do a little that bit i mean i think you're the one that had mentioned at least what 10 15 minutes a day and yep. i've heard that also uh, or i read it on on books where they say hey just every every morning just wake up do 10 15 minutes just move around do something so yeah. if you just be consistent all the time eventually people are gonna it's funny that you say that, cause that i
0: think like in multiple episodes we talk about like the gym you know because you know i do my gym stuff yeah. i'm like always trying to get better and it's like you can get the meal plan right but mm-hmm. if you don't work the meal plan if you don't eat what's on there you're not going to lose ah. weight or you can't go to the gym one time and eat one protein yeah. bar and expect to lose yeah. 10 pounds like why isn't this working i ate the protein bar no, and i think that's that why work that, work that like industry that.
1: so um they sell so much stuff you know like the meal preps and pills and all that is because we're not consistent. Yeah. We just try it for the I, I, like a week or so. And then we go back to our bad habits. Yeah. Do you imagine if everybody stayed consistent on whatever they wanted to do, then some of these companies would be out of business.
0: Yep. It's all, it's all about consistency and, and, and consistency is hard because life happens. You know, mm-hmm. I struggle with it. Other people I know struggle with it. And, and so it do hits. I. Yeah.
1: yeah. But even whatever you're going through, as long as you're like, you're saying just post something small, even if you're at a restaurant, you know, post what you're eating, tag them and say, Oh, delicious. Have you tried this place? Or you know yeah, give them a shout out. Yeah. You know? give them a, shout a lot out. of times people will share those. The mm-hmm. restaurant will Correct. share. Correct. Now and your I've name's had, in front had of some them. Restaurants, thanks to you, you, you always tell me every time you're at a restaurant, you know, tag the restaurant. And I did everybody. have a restaurant that shared my um my meal yep. <laughs> that I was having there. So
0: no, it's awesome. Um now when you you mentioned a moment ago about struggling with consistency. What kind of advice would you give everybody listening? Like if, like, how do you get through that? Cause you obviously stay pretty consistent. So when you do find yourself struggling, what's a piece of advice well, you would if it's give someone them to that's that? new
1: and that hasn't done it. I think if they could just, ch- instead of doing it every day, cause mine's already a routine, I'm a, it's kind of like brushing my teeth. I'm yeah. already used to that. I already made it part of my life. But if you're new, I would say if you could at least start with like one day out of the week. So if it's Monday, maybe you could do motivation Monday, or maybe Maybe Wednesday and then add to that. So, you know, um, I always tell some of the agents when they ask me that, I say, do Monday, Wednesday and Friday. If you do Monday, Wednesday and Friday, you're, you're pretty much covered. And then choose the times that you think um, people are on social media, if it's in the morning or if it's, you know, midday or late afternoon whenever, when they're going to bed and they're looking at social media. Yeah. But if you do that every day that you decide and timing, you eventually create that consistency.
0: Yeah, I think. um, And just so you guys know, you can always check insights too for your own personal audience to see like what time of day they're most active. But if you're not sure, because you're still starting out, like what Cindy said, those are actually really good times like morning, midday and night, because usually people are going to check in the morning before they start doing their morning routine. Mm -hmm. Then they're going to check on their lunch break. And then after they feed their family dinner, they're going to sit down and, and take a look or maybe even before dinner, when they get home, sit on the couch, maybe for a few minutes and then get up to go again. So those are usually really good times to test out for sure. Um, but is there any, are there any other like tips you want to share with people? Like maybe what, what's the best return you've had on marketing? Like, what were you like, I'm going to put my money and my time into this over and over again, because it constantly yields results. Social media, social media.
1: Yeah. Is there a particular
0: type? Like, you know, one thing we didn't talk about, you said you have people giving you a lot of referrals and clients that were really happy with you. We talked about repeat clients, but what about reviews? Like, do you have a process for reviews? Oh, for
1: sure. So okay. again, um, I hired a company, they take care of all that for me. So What's they created company? um, I don't remember the name of it. I think it's review nine one one. I think that's what it is. Review nine one one. And they basically put all your um like for century one, we have like Um, real satisfied. satisfied. And then I have Google and I have Yelp and then I do Zello. And so they create all those links and then I just share it. And so right now, actually, my goal is to get to a hundred reviews before the end of the year on Google, because that's pretty huge. That's what they're saying to be on Google and get reviews. And within a week, I got twenty three which we started um, with my marketing, um, the guy that does that for review 911. And so I'm at 23. I meet with him once a month over the phone for like 15 minutes. And so I said, I will get to 100. And I think that's one of the biggest things is reviews. People are looking like just you as a consumer, what do you do? Those are the same habits they're doing. Yep. You know, if if you're going to go somewhere I don't know, dress shopping or getting your nails done or your hair, you're looking at reviews. You're asking people yeah. um, for, you know, reviews and you want to see their product. And, you know, so for sure. Yeah, and and reviews, helps, for it, sure
0: helps with SEO, too. You know, so when people are looking you up, that's the correct. More you that's what have, they say. And especially if you're putting them on on pages like Zillow, Realtor.com, you know, different places like and, that. The backlinks are good because it's those pages rank higher. So even if they don't come to your Cindy Fernandez website, they're going to catch the re- review on Zillow. They're going to catch the review on some of those Correct. bigger pages. And one
1: of the things that um, that he taught me was every time you save a picture, you always want to save it with the same hashtags. Because there's something in the back end. I don't the understand. The tags, that. yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to go into Google and you're going to save a picture or you're going to say, you know, anything, you're going to save a video instead of just saving it as a PDF. You want to save it like um, hashtag, say, Cindy Fernandez, hashtag to Larry County, any of the hashtags that are that you want to use. If you use that again, that word consistency all the time, you're going to get your reviews pop up. And I don't know very much about that. So like the naming, the I, think, name. I think we talked about it yeah. before, like the naming but he and he said it's also huge. So alt
0: tags too on Instagram. And it also it comes into that.
1: images. Gotcha. So something that has to do with that. And it's the way you save it that Google likes it versus just PDF.
0: No, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: That's really good. So, And sometimes it's
0: worth it to just hire people Mm -hmm. to help you. You know, it's it's worth it. Oh, I think it's worth it. I agree with you. Yeah. I think a lot of people are hesitant to do that and they want to do it themselves, but then you don't they have get the time mental, emotional hurdle or they don't have the time once mm-hmm. they start getting clients and stuff. And so it, it is okay to have people in the boat with you, helping you guys. And
1: people are scared. You know, they feel like, God, I'm going to, you know, spend this much money if it's a hundred or a thousand dollars monthly, but just know that it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're going to get the return back for sure.
0: Yeah. And it's not like anything's permanent. So even if you do something and you're not getting the return like three, six months in, switch it up, you can always reevaluate and switch it for sure. But all right. Well, is there anything else that you like any words of wisdom for somebody that's starting out or struggling with a business or in sales that you would leave them with?
1: Well, I'm going to use my example. You know, when I first started, I was trying to do everything myself. But um, now, since five years ago, when I hired, you know, coaching just for about everything that I do in my business is to get a mentor, get someone that, you know, either they're going to do it for free, if they're going to mentor you for free, or you're going to have to pay. But I'd rather pay someone instead of me trying to figure it out.
0: It's a big time saver for sure.
1: Huge, huge. And let them do that stuff that, you know, you know.
0: So you can do what you do, best. what you do best. Exactly. Yeah, I
1: agree. I think that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time
0: with everybody listening. And um, if people want to find you on Instagram and see all your fun stories and events and everything, where do they go to find you?
1: Please? Yes. Go um, follow me at Cindy Fernandez group. Perfect. And that's on Instagram, guys. That's like her
0: main thing is Instagram. So yeah, definitely give her a follow at Cindy Fernandez group. And That is all for today, guys. So thanks again for tuning in and we look forward to having you join us next week.